Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast brought to you by ITL Coaching and Performance, Blue Pineapple Travel, and Slayer X. This is George Darden. I'm an endurance athlete and coach in Atlanta, Georgia. And this week, we have for you a long-awaited episode. Patrick and I, this past weekend, went to the Slay RX facility, our sponsor facility, in Atlanta, Georgia, and we performed a sweat test. And so we're going to be playing the audio for you that we recorded during the sweat test itself, uh, the lead up to it, getting all set up for it, all that sort of thing, uh, a little bitty bit during the actual test, but it was hard and it was hot, and so there's not a whole lot of audio from that. Uh, and then, of course, the debriefing afterwards, both with the Slayerx crew and then um, Patrick and I got together maybe an hour or so later and and talked a little bit more about some of our big takeaways and what we were thinking about that. So we're super excited to share this with you, uh, particularly given that a lot of folks in the Atlanta area and the Southeast are going to be doing Ironman Chattanooga and Ironman 70.3 Augusta this weekend, and the forecasts are pretty hot. So check that out. Um, I wanted to do a little bit of business here first and remind you about our sponsors, ITO Coaching and Performance. You can find them at itlcoaching.com. ITO Coaching Performance exists to build a community of athletes set on reaching goals and serving the community. They have a passion for helping people achieve their goals and dreams. Periodically, I actually will reach out to other coaching companies about writing coaching plans for me. Um, I, I coach myself, but I, I like to have a little bit of help along the way and that sort of thing. And actually, I, I paid for one a couple of weeks ago and got it from this other coaching company. Uh, it arrived just a couple of days ago. And I was overwhelmed by how generic the plan was. It wasn't tailored to me at all. And the feeling I was really left with was how uninspiring the whole thing was. And so that's not what you're going to get at ITL Coaching and Performance. The coaches are real people with phones, emails, and the desire to spend time with you during your training. Uh, They're vested in their athletes. Uh, The coaches take a communal approach to coaching, so there's always someone available to answer questions and to help adjust the training schedule. An ITL coach will be glad to meet with you and chat about your goals and find the best plan to help you meet those goals. Check them out at itlcoaching.com. We're also sponsored by Blue Pineapple Travel. You can find Blue Pineapple Travel at bluepineappletravel.com. Blue Pineapple Travel are experienced travel agents who help you design the perfect trip. They are well-traveled and knowledgeable, and they will be your advocates from start to finish. The agents at Blue Pineapple Travel love to help people plan their travel. Their goal is to match you with the trip that you want. Whether you're looking for relaxation or adventure, traveling solo or with a group inside the United States or outside the United States, They are there to match you with the trip for you. They will help you curate all of the travel information out there to create the exact vacation that you want. This week, two agents from Blue Pineapple Travel are in the Dominican Republic checking out a property that offers private villas down there with your own chef and your own pool and your own beach area and all sorts of things like that. So make sure that you're following them on Facebook or on Instagram and you can connect with those via their website, bluepineappletravel.com to see what they're seeing down there. And I gotta say, I'm blown away that more folks don't use travel agents. Um, It doesn't cost you anything extra. They do all the work for you that you really probably don't have a whole lot of time to do anyway. Uh, And they have insider knowledge that will help improve your trip. So check them out at bluepineappletravel.com. And finally, of course, the sponsor that we're going to be talking about at great length today, SlayRx. You can find them at www.slayrx.com. SlayRx is a sports nutrition company that makes products for athletes, team sports, and anyone that trains or works outdoors. SlayerX was founded by an endurance athlete and University of Georgia food scientist. Um, he was unhappy with the choices he was offered on course in the long course triathlon, so he started making his own mixes. And now you can either take their online test at SlayerX.com or you can be tested in their laboratory like Patrick and I were this past weekend to determine the exact amount of liquid and electrolytes that you need to be consuming while racing. In addition to hydration products, SlayerX also offers fueling products like their product Diesel, which is available with or without the optimum level of caffeine that is scientifically proven to legally enhance performance while limiting GI upset and diuretic impact. Currently, SlayerX is breaking out a new product called Spark Plug. It's a throwback to Pop Rocks for all of us who grew up in the 1980s, except that it combines the same electrolytes that are in their other products, encapsulated caffeine, and quickly absorbed carbohydrates. 
It comes in a plastic tube so it can be paired on the run and it will work to enhance your fuel and fuel your alertness, general happiness, and performance. Um, I tried Spark Plug this past weekend when we were at the Slayer Alexa Labs, and I'm telling you, it's tasty and it is, in fact, a throwback. I actually gave some Spark Plug to an athlete that I coached recently, and she's really analytical, but when I saw her on the run about an hour after I gave it to her, she screamed out, Oh, it's like Pop Rocks! She was totally fired up, um, and I'm sure you would be too if you gave it a try as well. So remember, tell them the most pleasant exhaustion podcast sent you by using the coupon code PLEASANT2019 at checkout on the website, and you'll get 10% off of anything that you purchase there. Test don't guess with SlayerX. Speaking of SlayerX, that's enough of the business here. Let's get into the sweat test that Patrick and I did with them this past weekend. We are here at the Slayer X facility, 3401 Atlanta Industrial Parkway, right, Chuck? Yep. All right, very good. Easy to get here, Patrick? Very easy. Uh, I was coming from Decatur, too, so I had to come across town. There was, uh, there was traffic coming off the interstate. Clearly, a lot of people are trying to get to you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. This is pretty. This is nice. Thanks. So this is like a legit place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at the... So Patrick's got the treadmill lab, and I'm getting ready to head in here to the... Uh, to the whoa, very hot <laughs> uh, uh, studio where the bike is, where where Chuck is now putting my bike onto a kicker snap. Yep. We had a, we had Stacy Perlis from Wahoo on the podcast a couple weeks ago talking about kickers and all that sort of thing. So very good. Um, what's a? Okay, I see the I see the you see the temperature on the wall here. Eighty three in the room. Eighty three point seven with sixty four percent humidity inside the room right now. Right now. All right, very good, very good. What's your room set up, Patrick? Not a clue. <laughs> we haven't gotten in there yet, but I, I would imagine it's going to be hot considering this is a sweat test. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly much more nervous than I was. <laughs> <laughs> it does hit home when you step in here and you've got the heater blasting straight on you, right. so it's, it's a bit of a shock, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right, so there is a fan I see though, yep. so so I actually will get a little bit of cooling breeze here, Chuck. It's yeah, I'm gonna it's help circulate the air around the room. Oh, okay, so 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 it won't be a cooling breeze; it'll be a hot breeze. It'll be a. <laughs> I, I didn't crank it up too high for you today, so All right, very I, good. I usually go higher than this, but um, we've had a lot of people who have come in to test for races like um, at Chattanooga and uh, Augusta. Mm-hmm. And even Kona, yeah. So we've had to really increase the uh, the temperature and the humidity in the room. But I've got yours set at a lower temperature and a, 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 a balmy eighty three point eight degrees. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to describe that breeze, it's almost <laughs> yeah. like when you open up the oven and you got the like the oven quote unquote breeze hitting you. That's yeah. kind of what it feels like yeah. to have the fan on you. In, right in, now. in India, I'll have to ask my wife. In India, they actually have a name for the hot breeze. That, that actually can blow. That's not a cooling breeze. It's yeah. a hot breeze. Yeah, I've been over there. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's impressive. All right, so 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 this is like I'm just kind of looking around the room. There's a spa- what looks essentially like a space heater here. Yeah. And then there's a gigantic television. Yep. Which I'm excited about. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was worried you're going to make me like stare at a brick wall, wow. and it's going to be like a mental test as well. All right. We can so. use uh, everything from Zwift to uh, Trainer Road, right? Ruby, whatever right. you want to use. I mean. We can hook your personal device up to the TV. Okay. And you can. Um, oh yeah, you, I see that. Yeah, you can have your own workout. Right uh, on. Or we can today. We'll just use my iPad and, and uh, we'll we'll set up your um, information. All right, as cool. The, uh, as the I brought writer. my iPad just in case. Okay. The one that I usually use to, to control my my indoor workout. We can do that, that too. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 whatever works. So. And then we got a space uh, humidifier over here. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. So there's this big white thing that kind of looks like almost like a cooler, and that's that's a space humidifier. That's a humidifier. Yeah. Right. adds humidity to the room. All right, very good. That does not look like the humidifier that we put in my son's room in order to make sure they don't get nosebleeds overnight. Yeah, and then yeah. what we have here is we have a, uh, a temperature uh, gauge that tells us what it is outside the room. So in, in the um, waiting area out here right now, it's 76, okay. 44% humidity. Okay. And there's a, a white sensor that's sitting out there on the desk okay. that's actually picking that up. Inside the room is over here on the right, and it tells us it's 83.8 in the room with 63% humidity right now. Okay, so walking into the room, we picked up 7 degrees and 20% humidity, which is the reason why we could feel it, of course, when we walked yep. into the room, yep. right? Yep. 
right, so what go. we'll do is, uh, you know, throughout the throughout the uh, work, uh, the actual test, I pop in and out of the room and check check on the on the clients to see how they're doing, and then if I feel like that it needs to come down a little bit, I can always open the door okay. and allow some of that to come out. Gotcha. Very good. Very good. Let's go check out Patrick's room. Yep. All right. So they they are the rooms are next to each other, but at the same time they're not like. Oh man, it's like walking. <laughs> you walk back in the hallway. It's nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, you, so, so the rooms are next to each other, but fortunately, like Patrick and I aren't like lined up next to each other. We're gonna be staring at each other the whole time. So, other. yeah, right, right. Very good. All right. So Patrick's set up the same way here. Very good with the uh, with the space heater with the space humidifier. Uh, it's merely seventy nine point five degrees in your room. What's that about? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I am wearing. Maybe I have to wear a hoodie or something while I'm on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's downright balmy in your room. So so yeah, it really is four degrees less here. And and Harvey Gayer, the Slayer himself, has just arrived. So didn't know we were going to get to see you today, man. Oh yeah, great. So so, so glad to see you. Nice to meet so, nice so you. We are recording. I'll give you a heads up. So we're we're, we're getting the lay of the land here. So so yeah yeah. All right, so this room looks similar. Yep. Only a small um, TV screen for you, sorry. Patrick. Yeah, the TV uh, really doesn't work unless we had a coaxial cable connected to it. But we do have a Bluetooth speaker here if you want to listen to some music. You can Bluetooth your phone to that. Uh, same setup, really. Uh, the only difference is, you know, I keep the fan back here because when you run outside, you don't really run into a headwind. Correct. So I just kind of keep the fan in here to kind of rotate, you know, kind of move the air around in the room. Right uh, on. Yeah. Uh, your standard uh, commercial size treadmill. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You've been on one or two of these before? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Very good. What workout are you going to do today, Patrick? Uh, good question. Uh, what, I mean, is there anything you recommend in terms of intervals to get the best results? Normally what we ask people to do is um, warm up for about 10 minutes and okay. then kind of hold a pace that you would consider maybe your um, zone three, half marathon maybe pace, 80%, mm-hmm. uh, something that's sustainable but still working. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And you can take and roughly that up. how long do you, you find most folks want to sustain that pace to get to get the best results? Um, most people will follow that protocol every time. We'll just let them warm up a little bit, and then maybe like the last five minutes, we tell them they can just go ahead and start warming cooling down a little bit. But um, that usually produces the amount of uh, sweat we're looking for, you know, most of the time. So. Mm-hmm. And then what about me? Yours is uh, an hour as well. You warm mm-hmm. up on the bike, and then we mm-hmm. do um, ten minute intervals with okay. one minute break. Okay. Eighty percent of your FTP. All right. Yeah. I can do that. Eighty percent, ten minutes. I, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I can do that. I was well, well. I say I can do that. We'll see if I can do that in eighty three degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very good. Very good. All right. Cool. All right. So now I am in the bathroom here at. The Slayer X facility. Patrick's in the bathroom next door, and this is the moment at which we are all glad that this is an audio medium because I am stripping down to absolutely nothing, and I am weighing myself while holding anything that I plan to drink the entire time. So um, that's the protocol here. So I'm uh, getting all the way down. I'm gonna get the weight beforehand afterwards, and that will let me know or give me an indication of what my sweat volume is here let's see all right stepping onto the scale here holding my bottle in one hand probably should put down the phone expecting a number much higher than what i normally have yeah had breakfast holding this in my hand all that sort of thing so it is higher than i would like to see but that's okay it's okay. All for the purpose of sciences. <laughs> and let's get dressed again here, and then we're going to go into the kitchen and hear about getting kitted up here with pads and that sort of thing. All right, we are. <laughs> Everybody's giving me a hard time asking what my weight was. Harvey, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. For those of you who don't know, Harvey has a, a Grim Reaper tattoo, and and he's called the Slayer, thus the uh, the, the the name for Slayer X. My weight, Harvey, was one six six six. Ah, I figure you'll appreciate that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, good there, good. so yeah. Now I I, I, I I was holding the bottle. I was also holding the phone, but I don't think that matters all that much. No. So, um, alas, so it was more about the fact that I'm not at race weight and the fact that I had breakfast this morning and two cups of tea and all that sort of thing. So yeah, very good. All right. So what now? I'm gonna wait for Patrick to give me his weight. All right. Very good. What so what can we do with you and go and get you? Uh, up and ready to go. All right, very good. 
So I'm pulling out the exam gloves and have all sorts of syringes and the tagaderm pads that you told us about when you when we when we interviewed before and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and so. this is the needle part, so everybody's you should see George is <laughs> sweating right already. So um, there's not a needle; it's just a syringe. Yeah. So, there you go. Well, for you, we've got a special needle. <laughs> Can you get out the big needle we got specially for George? You hear that? Oh, yeah, it's very nice, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Very nice, very nice. Alright, so let me check your hairiness and see how you look here. Alright. You're okay, you're good. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna have to shave you. Hey! So. Okay. First thing we do is we can clean your skin. Alright, so starting to clean because as we talked about before, there's sodium in soap and shampoo and all sorts of things. All sorts that of things. We yeah. wouldn't necessarily expect. And yeah. so so yeah. So we use just simply distilled water. Okay. We find that that works the best. Mm-hmm. So if you would do me a favor and just hold over the sink here for me. Oh, yeah. Wash your hands are on here. George is getting nervous, you guys. <laughs> I, w I was, uh, honestly, so Harvey, right before you got here, I walked in and I was like, it's hot in this room <laughs> and I got to put in a big effort and I don't know. I was listening to some Nine Inch Nails on the way over here to try oh, and get good, myself good, in the right good, mindset. Good. So, you know, I mean, that's good. I'm going to sing right. for you. I'm going to go in there and... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know that would help. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that would have the desired effect. All right. So now, what's this? This is the Tagadarm patch. Okay. Goes on the inside of your forearm. Yep. And we find that this is the best place to capture the sweat. Okay. There's several places on your body that you can place these. Mm -hmm. um, this seems to work the best for mm -hmm. capturing sweat. Very good. Do you, do you find that? So are you, are you going to put them in the same place on Patrick? Yes. Okay. And so so because when you're cycling, you don't move your arms all that much, and so it seems like the sweat would gather more. Whereas Patrick's going to be swinging those arms. Yeah. Right. So. The uh, the gauze pad is underneath the uh, tagaderm. Yeah. So um, it does a really good job of capturing gotcha. sweat. And honestly, for the test, we only need a couple of drops. Mm -hmm. So even if Patrick doesn't sweat that much, mm -hmm. we'll still be able to. Uh, oh, yeah. Patrick's hairy. Patrick's going to have you shaved. Might have to get him a little <laughs> shave. <yeah. laughs> and if we have people who, are, who have a lot of coarse hair, um, it's just better to shave that. Just a little bit to, to get good adhesive. Right in. Right in. Alright, cool. Alright. So you are ready. I am all set. Alright, let's let's get Patrick get get kitted up here with his tagger and Patrick. Patrick, what was your weight? 146.8. Oh my god, 146.8. So this guy well your your A race was like a week ago, right? <laughs> that, I think that has something to do with it. Uh -huh. no, Alright. We're all, all right. set? We're, we're ready. Let's roll. Let's sweat. Let's sweat right yeah. on. Time to test, don't guess. Yeah. Right. All right, let me bring that with me. Oh, and this. Right, can I leave the rest of the surface probably? I don't want to be trashing your place here. Yeah. All right. So, are you hoping to go about an hour? So, yeah, that sounds like the plan here. Oh. Probably 10 minutes to warm up before you try harder. It's going to take me a couple minutes. To, so, uh, we'll take us a couple minutes to get set up tech wise um, here. I'm usually just happy to just hit quick start. No, good. Walking back into this room again. <laughs> it's kind of hot. <laughs> Might have left the door open on purpose. <laughs> so yeah, you have a the Slayer X sweat test workout, and you said it's uh, what, that looks like four by ten minutes. Four by ten minutes. Yeah, four by ten a little minutes. Uh, ramp up. Yeah, and kind of warm up. All right, and that's a one minute rest in between each one. one minute rest in between. Yeah. All right. All right. Ready when you are, let's go. Here we go. Alright, Chuck. Away we go. We will uh, hop in and check on you periodically. Sounds good. Rock on music. Alright, we are at the halfway point. Just past the halfway point of my sweat test and I'm not going to subject you to all my heavy breathing not to mention the fact that I can't record all that well because as I just told Chuck 
I'm losing my ability to hold a conversation. <laughs> but just had to turn down the power. Uh, that's okay. So talk about that afterwards. Currently 85.6 degrees in the room. 78% humidity. We're into the third nine-minute repeat. Onward. All right, I am done. I am in the very blessed cool-down interval here. Chuck, that was far more difficult than I thought it would be yep. for reasons that we'll discuss in the debrief, not the least of which the fact it was so hot, I think. But All right, so what now? So now we're going to go back to the bathroom, strip down, dry we? yourself off. How about just me? Just you. Okay. <laughs> dry yourself off of any excess sweat. Okay. And we'll weigh you again. What about the bottle? Because I didn't drink quite everything in the bottle. You're going to hold the bottle in your hand, whatever you had left okay. over. Okay. Okay. We'll get a weight post test yeah. with the bottle. And um, before we do that, we're going to take the patches off of you and we'll right. start extracting the sweat. Sounds good. So, just quick qualitative estimate here, Chuck. I'm looking at my sweat on the floor. I see that it has seeped off of your mat and is now onto your nice custom flooring. Uh, what would you say, just off the cuff, this I would normal, say heavy? You are a uh, high volume. <laughs> a high volume. Doesn't necessarily mean that you are very salty, though. Right. But you definitely lose a lot of fluid. Right. Yeah. So, so Patrick, pop in here real quick because Patrick's now off the treadmill as well. Well, I have 46 seconds left here. You cooling down? Yeah, yeah, it hurt me bad. Dude, that, uh, that was no joke. So, all right, so tell me this, Patrick, real quick. How did, like, looking at your pace, mm -hmm. and then, of course, did you take your heart rate? Uh, no. Okay, so just looking at your pace then, and just using your RPE, how did this, how did they line up? Um, definitely significantly slower, like 20 seconds a mile or so slower in there. Yeah than like what I would expect on the road in a bit more normal condition. Right, and you have a pretty good sense of what your fitness is right now since you did a half marathon week and a half. Correct. Two weeks ago, yeah, so. And it was, I mean, it was a solid 20 seconds per mile slower, and additionally, it felt harder earlier. Okay, yeah. Does that make sense? Like the, yeah. the moment where you start counting down the minutes came much quicker than usual. Right, yeah, for me too. So, I mean, obviously the big takeaway is something we knew already, but yeah, I mean, 85, 86 degrees was yeah much more difficult than even the, what, I mean, what do I normally ride in? Like 72, 73 at my house, you know? Um, yeah, so. I think that should be noted too, that like, we're not coming down from Colorado and doing this. We've been <laughs> training all summer. It's now September 20th. Yeah, we yeah. just had some cool weeks last week. Yeah. But it's been a summer of hot training and right. it, even still it kicked our butts. Cause well, yeah, we should, we should have been pretty well acclimated, right? Or about yeah. as well as one can be acclimated. Yeah, yeah, so. So just, just based on like what you saw and what you experienced, would you guess that you're a heavy sweater, not so heavy sweater? How do you think you, you rate compared to I'm other definitely people? a low rate sweater. I've started sweating more since I hit second puberty at age 30, so to speak. <laughs> but I definitely have been someone who's been very low on the sweat spectrum. And additionally, I tend to be low sodium. Okay, okay. At least that's my guess. That's my self-prognosis. My, my self-prognosis, and we'll see what Chuck says once he crunches the data here in just a minute. My self-prognosis is that I'm a very heavy or very high volume sweater. Thank you for that. Um, and well, but, I'd say but, the pool of sweat underneath your bike would be testament to that. Right on, right on. I'll, I'll take a picture for everybody to see because uh, I know they're going to want to see that. But uh, but I, I, I'm betting that I have sort of a standard level. I'm, I'm betting I don't have a low sodium sweat. I bet it's, I bet the concentration is about normal. Okay. So that's my guess. That's my guess. And then along those same lines, do you find yourself if you're racing for place, do you prefer cold, hot, or average? I'm not talking about PRing. PRing obviously you want 50 degrees. Uh, but if you're racing for place. Yeah, I probably. tend to be slightly on the warmer side, but yeah, I tend to be a little bit on the cooler side. I, I actually don't like hanging out in cold weather, and so I'm not going to be as happy like standing at the starting line. But right. once the race starts, I actually perform a lot better in cool weather. If okay. I'm going to really be honest with myself, okay, that's one of the reasons why we usually go with extreme higher conditions in here. Yeah, when we test people because we can tell you this is what it would be like in these in these conditions right now. Right, and we can so then you just dial it back right. and say if it's cooler outside, then I don't need as much. But right, this right. would be the Extreme. Very good, very good. All right, all right, so time to go weigh ourselves again. Yep. All right, let's go do it. All right, here we go. We're back in the bathroom. Once again, being thankful for the fact this is not a visual medium, but rather a audio medium. And I am toweling off. There's a lot of toweling off to do. I have now tracked sweat all over the Slayer X facility. 
and I am drying the sweat off here so that I can get a sense of how much liquid in poundage that I actually lost here. So, as you heard me ask Chuck, I think a minute ago, I, uh, I didn't drink the entire bottle. And frankly, it's because the effort was so heavy that I needed to focus on what I was doing. I'm kind of blown away right now by how hard that effort was. I really, it's a good thing I was nervous going in because if I would have taken it way too lightly, I would have had a really long hour there. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I had to kind of go to the well there, even though my power was really not high relative to what it normally is. Um, we started off with it at about 80% of what I estimated, then I had to turn it down to uh, below 80%. Um, so anyway, all right, done drying off now. Stepping over, bottle in hand, phone in hand once again. And I am down to 160.6, I've lost six pounds. All right. All right, so we're back in the kitchen. Patrick, I'll have you know I lost six pounds. So you beat me. <laughs> I came in at 142.6, so I lost you, almost exactly how four. How much? 142.6, so I lost 4.2 pounds. 4.2, okay, I lost, I lost 6.0. All right, so. Good, man. Patrick. Done. Your sodium concentration in your sweat is 595 milligrams per liter. Okay. That is on the low end. Okay. Yeah. So the sodium range is 230 milligrams up to 2300 milligrams. Okay. So That's well below so he's, the medium. He's definitely on the low end of sodium concentration, Patrick is. As you expected. As mm -hmm. expected. Yeah. Not, I, I didn't expect it to be that extreme. He's not super salty. Mm -hmm. What's the, what, okay, I, I stepped out of the room and you said, so he's 595 and what's the sort of normal range? The range runs from 230 mm -hmm. up to 2300. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so he's on the low end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he also is not a big sweater, is it? Four pounds, four, four point two pounds, pounds but it was in pretty hot conditions. Though. Okay, yeah. So we would expect him to probably drop some weight of that that heat and humidity. Yeah, but he's not a corrosive sweater though. Yeah, he's, yeah, not, yeah, he's not. He's not super mm -hmm. salty. Yeah. Okay, George, you're thirteen fifty. Ooh, uh, oh. he's like us. Yeah. You're more than double me. Yeah, yeah. So you you uh you lost a lot of weight. Plus, you're actually on the uh, the higher end. Higher end. end. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You're not super corrosive. Mm -hmm. You know, we've looked at people like 16, 1700, yeah. some people. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you're definitely up there. Right. A little higher than the medium. Yeah. So. Okay. Yep. Now, since he loses more sodium, I mean, is he going to crave it even more at the end of the run than I am? Probably. Theoretically, yeah. And he should be replenishing more during. The spark plug that we just tasted tasted better to me than it did to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that was pretty good. Right. <laughs> and now, were you drinking water throughout? I had workout? I had probably 10 ounces of water. Okay. I didn't have a lot. Gotcha. Um, so, were you, and you weren't. I didn't have anything yeah. during the run. All right, so, so, all right, so, Shri is here now, and Harvey's still here. So, so given that the the he is five ninety five, what is what is the, the the product that's right for him then? It's the it's the uh, two. We have, we have a product product called two X, mm -hmm. and then that has like you know five hundred fifty milligrams mm -hmm. per liter of uh, mm -hmm. uh, solution. Mm -hmm. So I mean that's what he needs to do. I mean like you know if you you lost like what like four li four pounds in a, in an hour. Yeah. Right. I mean so that's like roughly around two liters mm -hmm. an hour. So, I mean, uh, if you replenish like 60% of it, like 1.2 liters, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, around like one and a half bottles or two bottles of those. I mean, I think that one bottle is uh, about uh, 20, 20 ounces. 20, 20 ounces, I yeah. think, yeah. So, okay. 16 ounces is half a liter. So, right. like one and a half bottles of that. I mean, if you replenish with the 2x, I think you're, you're good to go. I mean, you know, so. And I would say that about matches my kind of expectation or you know um procedure now you only drink about a, a bottle an hour or so yeah so I mean, you might say like that do or like for races i yeah. should say not so much for training right right, for races. right 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 so if you do like one and a half bottles with that hydrate with the hydrate yeah. 2x for you yeah and you're probably closer to the 6x i am george yeah. is closer to the 6x yeah. yeah and if you're just if you're not using hydrate if you're on the bike I'll be using diesel, mm -hmm. yeah. and I may even add a little extra in there for you. But diesel should yeah, diesel should diesel cover. has like fourteen hundred milligrams per liter. Okay, when you when you add it at that rate, okay. and that'll be perfect for you because okay. you don't need to like even though you're thirteen fifty, right? Mm -hmm. 
you don't need to replenish like 100% of that integrity, 60%. Right. So, so hey, let's, that's what you let's talk about Patrick's numbers here. So we have this handy dandy little right. form we use now. So he lost uh, 4.2 pounds in the hour, which equates to 1.91 liters, liters per hour. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty, 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 pretty good in your head yeah. math, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Impressive, yeah. yeah. So the sweat rate, the fluid ounces, uh, would be 61.12 or 62. We could say ounces. 62 ounces per mm -hmm. hour mm -hmm. to replenish that in those conditions. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like if and he does like 60%, degrees, yeah. but he does 60% of that, I mean, yeah. that would be. And 60% of the sodium replenishment would be 300, like 350, 357. Now, explain the 60% rule. What you're saying is. Minimum. That's the minimum to kind minimum. of keep the yeah. same performance level? Yeah, exactly. Keep, okay. yeah. Optimal performance Optimal level. Optimal performance level. Yeah. You, okay. you can go more. Right. It's fine. Yeah. So we just hurt. say minimum would be 60%. Yeah. Okay. So yours would be about 350 milligrams per hour okay. to replenish what you're losing. Something different. Also, George, I don't know about you, but I generally crave like Coca Colas or Gatorade during a race, or, like during mm -hmm. a long run. It's definitely mm -hmm. something sugary that I'm yeah, craving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah, well, yeah, it's water, funny. So, which makes sense because you're not salty. Yeah. You're, you're on the lower end of the. Gatorade is sugary, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, and as, as we're sitting here talking about it, I mean, and you and I have talked about this before, like what we both want afterwards. I, I like saltier things afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah. you're yeah. losing more sodium. Yeah. Which, and I got to tell you, like, if you gave me, like, I'll just use the McDonald's French fries again. I just kind of be like, I'm good. Like yeah. I, you know, it doesn't really do anything for me. So George, six pounds in an hour, which is two point seven three liters per hour. Well, I was at that condition though, man. Yeah, in those conditions. Human. We always say in those conditions, right? Yeah, it should I, be reminded. It was at eighty four degrees for the full hour. Eighty six. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay. the humidity levels. Give, give me those two degrees. I, I was hurting. I, I, I wouldn't mean to. Cuts you out, George. <laughs> George turning those cranks and that on that kicker. So actually, generating heat. Well, you know, area. you know what's funny is that I was thinking. So, so as soon as we started, um, you you turned off the heater. Yeah. And so, so you had the door, and the door was shut, but the heater was was off. Yeah, I didn't. And and, and the, the temperature stayed constant or went up maybe half a degree throughout mm -hmm. the course of the test just yeah. from the heat that I personally mm -hmm. was you generating, generating yeah. which I mean you don't think about yourself generating as much heat as a space heater right because yeah. I mean because I mean, that's a big old space heater yeah so heat up. so uh, 2.73 liters per hour is what you lost in those conditions that's a lot yeah that's about 87 ounces an hour that you would need to put back in other common temperatures yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and then your sodium concentration 1350 You'd need a 60% uh, of that would be 810 milligrams per hour. Mm -hmm. So to put that in perspective with our product, our 6X product mm -hmm. is 775 milligrams oh, per wow. 16 ounces. So if you drink a you know, scoop and a half of that in a bottle, okay. you'd be putting back what you need per hour in sodium loss. But I need to be drinking more than one bottle because I'm such oh, yeah. a heavy sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, so from a sodium standpoint... Per yeah. hour, you yeah. can go through one of those. Okay. And then if you needed like another bottle of water or something. Okay. Like that, you know, I got you. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, so tell me this then. So, so, and it might be that it doesn't make any difference, but if I'm thinking about it from, if I, if I wanted to, to not drink just straight up water, if, mm -hmm. I mean, so, so I could potentially do like two bottles worth oh, yeah. Of, oh, yeah. of like 4X yeah. yep. uh -huh. and one bottle of water. Correct. Or, or two bottles worth of 4X, or I could do one bottle of 6X and one bottle of water, right? Correct. Okay. Okay, and that's that, and that's and that's six of one and a half dozen. The other doesn't make. I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't change absorption rates or anything like that. No, no, it doesn't. Okay, no. Okay, all right, good to know. And now, then you could also factor in any kind of food you may be eating at the same mm -hmm. time. That's going to have some sodium in it as well, because you can yeah. factor that yeah. in as well. Yeah. Um, if you use gels, if you use you know whatever, mm -hmm. um, that that also needs yeah. to be, be factored in. Another idea for a guy like you with the loss of fluid and the high sodium content mm -hmm. is preloading okay before an event yeah and for preloading we would recommend using our six x product the high-end one okay which is going to have and, and the protocol would be the night before mm -hmm. uh drink 32 ounces of it mm -hmm. which is two scoops mm -hmm. that's going to give you 1550 milligrams of sodium mm -hmm. the next morning do the same thing about an hour before the race okay okay now you've preloaded mm -hmm. your sodium now you go on out and do your, your race. You, right. you know, that for people who are heavy sweaters mm -hmm. who, who have high sodium concentration, we mm -hmm. do recommend the preloading. If, if the conditions are gonna be hot. Right. Like for example, this weekend or that next weekend in the next weekend, Augusta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forecast now is talking about 95, 96 at the high. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, so, those poor people. <laughs> yeah. So, if I can get that message out to people yeah. on your podcast, yeah. Yeah. preload. Yeah. Because that would make a huge difference in mm-hmm. how you feel. Yeah, for sure. When you're on the bike, you don't realize that you're sweating as much because it's, it's evaporating faster off your body. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people don't think that they're losing as much. Right. A lot of athletes we talk to that come in here, we usually ask them a question about how many bottles an hour do you go through? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they say about two. Which is crazy. I mean, you should be going through double that probably mm-hmm. on a half hour man course. Um, especially with athletes like you're doing, are going to do at Augusta next weekend and it's going to be hot. We're talking about like little designing bottles, is what they're talking about, half liter stuff. Yeah. yeah. They don't do it, they don't do near enough on the bike. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and when they, they say two, what they really mean is. I'm lucky to get through one. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They, they, should, they, they bring two, but they don't actually yeah, drink two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because you got to figure they that. They spill half a one. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you when you talk to, I mean, we and we've had conversations and spoke to uh, professional athletes, you know, professional triathletes, and asked them how many do you go through in a bike? You know, you got to figure. Men are out there for what two hours, mm-hmm. two ten maybe. Mm-hmm. Women just a little bit more than that, and they're going through four bottles and half Ironman and, and a half Ironman, yeah. and, and age groupers are going to be out there three plus, mm-hmm. most of them. And they're only going through two. Yeah, you know, it's it's not near enough. Right. You know, and that's why you see a lot of them walking on the run courses because they just didn't do what they should have done on the bike. Right. So, um, and in those kind of conditions, it's hydration is so important. We're going to be at the expo in Augusta next week. Right on. On uh, Friday, Saturday. So if people need products, they can come see us. Right on. Yep. Very good. Very we do well, have the well, pe- uh, people do need products. I think we've <laughs> yes. I think we established that right. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> the other thing we're going to offer too at our expo is. Uh, we're going to have an iPad set up where people can actually do our questionnaire. Mm-hmm. If they can't come in to do a sweat test, they can do the questionnaire, which is free online. Yeah. Answer the questions and try to get close to what you would need, you know, based on, you know, five or six questions that we ask. Right on. On your physiology. So. Right on. And not only that, one other last thing I would say is, like, even after the race, they need to still keep getting the electrolytes for the next couple of hours. Yep. Okay. Talk to us about that. To, to recover, man, you know, because they've lost, like, the other 40%, you got to yeah. put it back. Okay. So, you know, so if you have another, you know, if you're training and other things and you want to recover faster, mm-hmm. you need to put that 40% back. I mean, yeah. You know, so for the race, 60% is good, but you need to, like, for the next three, four hours, I mean, get the electrolytes, yeah. some amino acids and stuff like that. You yeah. Know, recovery. Really yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. I see what you're saying now, because you, you effectively create a deficit that you're going to be carrying into the next day if exactly. you're not careful. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's uh, why a lot of people end up with headaches and stuff mm-hmm. after races. Yeah. They're just not... They're not putting back what they need after yeah. the race too. Yeah, we we do well. I mean, our our product does well at these local races we do because we put our, our tent right at the end of the finish line. <laughs> oh yeah, and these people coming through these finish yeah. lines, they come over to our tent and they'll start chugging the the Slay RX, and you know it's you see they they, they feel better. They yeah. come back and tell us we yeah. feel so much better. It's like well it's because we're putting salt well, in your diesel body. Too, <laughs> you know? diesel. Yeah, yeah, diesel is awesome. Because it's you know? got the aminos and it helps yeah. pull you off. You yeah. can always spot the people who need it because they're usually the ones yeah. that are sitting on curbs right. and they're, they can't get right. up. And we, right. you know, we send people over to give them something to drink, and yeah. they start drinking the Slayer X, and they bounce yeah. back. Right so, on. Yeah. Very good. And then, and then you have the you have the recovery product too, Rescue, uh-huh. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and that I I hadn't thought about the fact that that has soda, that has electrolytes in it, but obviously it does, right? Yeah, it does have electrolytes as well as uh, protein. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. This seems like a good place for me to break in real quick and just remind you, SlayRx.com and Pleasant2019 is the discount code. That'll get you 10% off any of the products that we're talking about on the website. So you've heard about the test and you've heard about our results. uh, And the latter half of the podcast here is going to be all about uh, discussing with the SlayRx guys uh, what products they have, and then in turn, a debriefing that Patrick and I have about our results and, and just thinking about it. So, again, SlayerX.com, Pleasant 2019. Let's hear the back half. But now, to some of you talked about how you have three products out there, and we were talking offline about how what makes yeah. you guys unique is y'all kind of address the full life cycle of a race or hard workout. Yeah. You have the, the stuff you take before the hard workout, yeah. the stuff you take during, and then the stuff you take after. after yeah. mm-hmm. So why don't you talk a little bit about what you have for each of those three stages? I know we've kind of talked about each one, you know, here and there kind of on and off. So why don't you just kind of walk us through the full cycle of someone who's using kind of the full suite of products. So, so, somebody, so somebody who's doing Augusta mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. next they, week. They could do the hydrate for their preloading. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the night before, the, an hour before the event as well. Um, they and, could, 
And tell us a little bit about what that does. It's so, maybe different you know, than just so having the, water or Gatorade. Well, let's just say, let's just take you from the, you know, the, the genesis of, of how they would use mm-hmm. all of our products. So first they would either do the testing in person, like you guys just all did. online. Or online, they've got a, mm-hmm. a quick, quick uh, quiz that you could take that's all research-based, and we'll direct them to their level, specific level. And then they'll know if they're two times the amount, four times the amount, or six times the mm-hmm. amount. And uh, then they can choose based on the flavor preference. But, yeah, they would certainly hydrate, you know, as, as, a, as a preload to the event. And that would start the night before and the morning of. Um, some people, if they're doing a triathlon, you're looking at uh, most people will not mess with uh, fuel or, or anything during the swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very rare, but, you know, Real pro swimmers like me and George have a tendency to <laughs> be out there a little yeah, bit longer. Yeah, so <laughs> you could stick some of that um, spark plug in there, actually. Um, if you're in the salt water, then you might not worry about that yeah. as much. But um, certainly you could, you could stash a little bit in your wetsuit. Um, and then, of course, during the bike, after, you know, you could grab some of the hydration while you're in T1, but you're certainly looking at a fuel source mm-hmm. during the bike. Right. And That's why we came up with the diesel. Right. The diesel has, like, you know, easily digestible carbs. Mm-hmm. It goes into your system immediately, mm-hmm. as well as, like, you know, we have amino acids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, like, um, all the nine essential amino acids that includes three branch chain amino acids. Right. So, and uh, I would say, too, that's what I think makes you guys really unique over like a Gatorade mm-hmm. or just having Coca-Cola or something yeah. like that, or any other kind of sugar water type yeah. drink because most of them it's just sugar and water. Yeah, exactly. But you guys add in the amino acids, so, which is where the real value starts to take off. Right. I mean, so like, you know, we got like the amino acids that so slows the muscle breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it myself. I mean, I've been using it, you know, like yeah. on the training thing, and it really makes a night and day difference. Yeah. And uh, so, for someone whose muscles don't break down, like George here, the line, <laughs> it might not actually. Work, but... <laughs> and we can't help robots. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm every bit as muscular at the finish as I am at the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, like that. That. Um, so we got the amino acids, and then we also have electrolytes in the mm-hmm. diesel, mm-hmm. and then we got like you know almost like forty grams of carbs. I mean, like. Right. In, and the combination of the carbs, one is immediately gets into your uh, bloodstream, mm-hmm. gives you the energy, and then one little bit slowly releasing it. So you have like, you know, um, con- continuous supply of carbs, mm-hmm. and which you need, I mean, for the electrolytes to get into your system. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and amino acids also like, you know, it goes directly into your uh, bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't go, to, you don't need any digestion of it because like it's already broken down. I mean, it's like a pure molecule there. Yeah. Yeah, right, so you don't have the same GI issues as no, like chugging no. a bunch of gels. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So I've, I haven't seen anybody, I mean, like whoever has taken our products, they haven't said anything about the GI or anything. I mean, that's yeah. one thing we've had like in you know, a success on. Yeah, you know? it's real success. And Sri yeah. puts a lot of effort into research and development with his team out here. Uh, the caffeine too. I mean, I. Yeah. I was going to say then. Then you have a diesel that has caffeine. Is that diesel yeah, exactly. plus that exactly. has caffeine? Diesel plus is the, the caffeinated yeah. version. So and, you know. uh, So I was always like, Sri would ask me, "What do we need to do? More, 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 more yeah. caffeine. They're going to yeah. love it. The more we put in there, the better." But Sri, you know, held firm. He's like, "We need to do optimum yeah. amounts so you right. don't have yeah. GI distress or." Or even you know, like you know, because the ca- caffeine, I mean, raises your heart rate. And right. then you, in a heat, I mean, you're like you know, riding faster and the heart rate bumps up more. I mean, mm-hmm. then you have issues, I mean, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we have like, because the caffeine has an uh, uh, 50% life, I mean, like, you know, it's five hours, I mean, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So half-life is five hours, I mean, and so like it stays in the system for a while. Yeah. And then if you're taking a bottle of two every hour, I mean, so it kind of like, you know, goes into the thing. So. Or even from my perspective, too, I don't know how much y'all drink coffee but i drink one or two cups a day yeah so then when i'm doing my long run i'm like i'd rather take a break from caffeine today yeah, yeah, but yeah. now that i'm not going to be mm-hmm. you know, going to work oh yeah so he had a good blog on it i mean from. so like you know you you can actually like if you can stop taking coffee i mean or caffeine in general for three to four days before yeah. so yeah. it gives you that that additional boost i mean on the day of the race so we've yeah. talked about that on the podcast before that yeah, I, yeah. I i used to cycle off about two weeks out okay and it was hard yeah, it is um, hard. It is yeah, hard. Yes. Yeah, and and I've gotten now to where I, I do it about one week out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna start three or four days out. Yeah. yeah. And I and I don't and I don't cycle down to zero. I yeah. cycle down to about 
about 20% of what I normally would have, but okay. I, I, I don't quite cycle down to zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And then I go to the run, man. I think you got the spark plug, which mm-hmm. is just flying off the shelves. I would be hitting the spark plug on the run. It's easy to carry. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's not the, it's the size of your thumb. Mm-hmm. It's a reusable package. You can throw that back during an hour. It's got 250 milligrams of sodium. Mm-hmm. You can maybe get two in in an hour, but then you could just live off the course yeah. with water, with water yeah. rather water, than carrying the bottle or or they have them, you know, on so. your hand or on your waist and lugging that extra weight as you're trying to, yeah. to run. So, I mean, that's why it's really ideal for runners is mm-hmm. that spark plug product because you could just live off the course with water, which mm-hmm. is a heck of a lot easier than carrying those mm-hmm. uh, water fuel bottles belts. And fuel belts and, yeah. yeah. And for those of you, I mean, this is obviously an audio podcast. I mean, it's a test tube that's like an inch and a half long. So you yeah. can just fit it. It's, I mean, not much bigger than like a car key. You could just fit it in your like running mm-hmm. shorts, like yeah. or in your zipper. Yeah. And and how, how, many, how many calories are in the, the spark plug? I One think K? it's about 60 calories, I think. I can't remember, man. Yeah. 60, so, 60 think, calories total about 250 milligrams yeah. of sodium. I can't correct? see, man. Yeah. I don't have glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it comes in these cool flavors and yeah. great names, you know, throat punch and and cherry bomb and <laughs> ballistic berry we worked hard on the on the product Maybe, development yeah. um and and the marketing aspect so they're cool stuff too um, I mean, it's a fun stuff i mean you know break the monotony after the yeah. you know the the swim and the bike and you get on the run you're already tired i mean you know, yeah. so when you and you're and you're tired of you're tired of yeah. all the stuff you've taken exactly. you're tired of yeah i mean i so i used to when i when i did ironmans i would take 12 gels on the run mm-hmm. um and that's that's a lot of gels and by the time i got to about 18 miles or so i'm like i really don't want to take another yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm sick of it and and i would i would you know i'd force myself to do it and i'd take it because you have to yeah. but um but yeah i mean having to use the mental energy yes to force myself to take another gel mm-hmm. Um, I'd really rather use that mental energy to get up another hill. Right, 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 right. And then, like, you know, after the race is done, we have the rescue product, I mean, that has, like, you know, easily digestible uh, protein and the carbs and electrolytes as well. And, and remind me too, I haven't had that yet. That does that dissolve into water? Mm-hmm. We, you milk. can put it in the water or, like, in a milk or almond milk or rice milk, whichever you want. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tastes then, nice, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, the flavors, and uh, we're, we'll be releasing that formally. All right. Well, thanks, gentlemen. We appreciate it. Oh, we thank you. All right, everybody. We are now back in the most pleasant exhaustion recording studio, by which I mean the office at my house. And uh, <laughs> and, and Patrick and I are going to uh, debrief a little bit and talk about what it is we experienced. Um uh, I mean, what do you think, Patrick? What are some of your big overall... Well, let's talk about the testing first, and then we'll talk about some of the things that we, we sort of learned uh, from the conversations and, and touring the facility and all that sort of thing. Talk about the test. Yeah, so the test itself was fantastic. So mm-hmm. I had done a VO2 max test before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you've done yeah, several of those too, yourself. Yeah. Um, I was going in expecting it to feel very similar to the VO2 max test. Okay. But yeah, I got to tell you, it was tougher than the VO2 max test. Yeah. And a part of that is just personality. I prefer to run hard for 15 20 minutes as opposed mm-hmm. to the kind of the steady burn for yeah. you know an hour yeah. roughly um and i gotta say that heat whew, yeah. that that hits you like a sack of bricks right out of the gate yeah. i remember even during the warm-up going do i really want to yeah. up this into tempo pace or can i just right keep this can at I the just easy pace for an hour <laughs> i'll be sweating <laughs> yeah. um either way yeah no I, I i agree with you on that i was um I was unpleasantly surprised by how hard it was. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be that hard. And, and even when, I mean, if Chuck had left it up to me to say, hey, George, what workout do you want to do? I would have chosen a harder workout than what it was that he gave me to do. Um, now, granted, you know, I, I haven't ridden my bike a ton over the course of the last three weeks or so. And so my bike fitness is probably not as high, It's not as sharp as it has been over the course of the last little while, right? But nonetheless, um, mm-hmm. You know the, the the power numbers that I was holding and the effort that it took to do that, and it wasn't just perceived effort. I mean, my heart rate was was by the end it was seven to nine beats over my threshold, um, so it was high. Um, it's you know some of the highest heart rate, I mean, like race level heart rate numbers, um, is what I was seeing there towards the end. Um, and again, the power is not that high. Mm-hmm. Um, even out of shape, the power is not all that high. And so to see those numbers, I mean, the only thing I can attribute that to is is the fact that it was 85 to 86 degrees in the room. Um, yeah, it was, incur- it was much harder than I thought it was going to be. I had to go to the well much more than I thought I was going to have to. Absolutely. And I, I got to tell you, too, I felt like at the very end, 
I thought to myself, you know, if, if you were to put me in a 40 degree room right now, my legs could keep running. Hmm. But man, my head was pounding. I mean, I was a little dizzy <laughs> getting off the treadmill at yeah. the end there. Yeah. Um, right so it, it was quite an experience, but but I, I loved it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend doing it before going to work or yeah. anything really that requires yeah. your emotional energy at all. Yeah. But it, it was Or afterwards. You know, or if you don't drain yourself all day at work and then show up to try and do this. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It should be noted, we did it at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Right. So, like, I woke up, had coffee, like, right. played with the dogs, kind of had a nice, relaxing morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a fantastic, I mean, you know, sweat test. I, yeah. I mean, it was great to be yeah. in that little facility. They called it the lab. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you were you were just going in there, and you knew this room was set up for nothing but, you know, sweat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a pain train or a pain lab, so to speak. Because <laughs> um, yeah. it was just a treadmill. A space heater, which they yeah. had directed on you, right, and a little fan to create like an oven breeze, as I right. called it. Right, right, yeah. So, all right, so so we get off, and then you know we recorded them getting us our 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 results, and so you know your results were that you're uh, not a light sweater, but but you have a lower volume of sweat, right? Isn't that what they said? Yeah, I think it was it was definitely well below average. It wasn't. Like mm-hmm. in the bottom ten percent or right. anything, but and, it was and, and, you're, and, you're, and you're also not very salty. Correct. Okay. And I was the opposite. Right. <laughs> I was a high volume sweater, um, and and uh, had a high volume of or uh, what they call corrosive sweat. I had a high concentration of, of sodium in my sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, were you surprised? You said you weren't really surprised. That's about what you expected. No, uh, not at all. Um, and I, it's, it's interesting. We talk about it on the podcast all the time where we talk. We say things like listen to your body, mm-hmm. listen, you know, pay attention to what it is that you crave at the end of a run because your body's probably telling you, you know, if you're craving bananas, you probably need some potassium or iron, mm-hmm. right? Um, for and, me, and it's, like, and it's like what tastes good to you too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so going into this, I knew that I was never a heavy sweater, um, and I also knew that I was not someone who you know would have the streaks of sodium down my face mm-hmm. when when I do sweat, and I wouldn't have like the streaks of sodium across like my chest or yeah. my you know yeah. shirt. So going into it and, and our, the self-assessment questionnaire that they have online, I said, you know, I'm, I'm low on the sweat spectrum and I'm very low on the sodium spectrum. Mm. And then lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Right, right. Um, which is why, for example, at the end of a run, a long run, which you and I do together, mm-hmm. I'm always craving the sugar. Yeah. You know, that's what, what I like want is the Coke. sugar You water. like having a Coke. I like having a Coke yeah. or a Gatorade. Um and that's kind of always what I gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. And you're a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, no, and I, and I was surprised by that, frankly. Um, I, I I knew I was high volume. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, as we were talking about, like, when I was finishing the sweat test and I'm just in a pool yeah. of sweat. I mean, that's not my first time being in a big pool of sweat. I mean, I've seen that before. And, and I've done group workouts where I'm doing the same workout as somebody next to me and they're dry and I'm not. You know, and I'm the guy that you see running on the treadmill at the gym, and he finished on the treadmill, and he's just he's trashed the treadmill. You know, I was literally running at the gym one time on the treadmill, and the guy next to me gave me a hard time because I was evidently slinging sweat on him. Um, it was like coming off of my arms and going onto him, and he thought that that was a breach of gym etiquette. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so so I'm not surprised at all that I was heavy sweating. I am surprised that there was a high sodium content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why that surprises me necessarily. I don't know why I should be surprised by that, but I just didn't, I've, I've never, I've never like taken salts, um, or anything like that during a race. And so I never really thought that it was something that was necessary for me to have. Uh, and so I was kind of surprised by that. Um, now what is it that you usually crave at the end of a run? Well, that's the thing about a, it. A long it, run. That if, if, if I, if I think about what I crave, it's hard to imagine what it is I crave, but at the same time, like last week, I was suffering from a lot of, of, of dehydration, and I think about like what tastes good to me afterwards. You know, and you mentioned French fries. Like, I really like some French fries. You mm-hmm. know, um, in in the few hours after a big effort, you know, hamburger and some French fries or something that that tastes good. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's hard to say what I'm, but like if I if I drink Gatorade or something like that afterwards, it tastes really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I, I guess it makes sense in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that, yeah, I really kind of like having that sodium, but, but I, yeah, I, I was surprised by that. I was mm-hmm. surprised by that. Yeah. So takeaways for you or things you're going to change based upon the test and based upon like the conversations we had with them afterwards. So yeah, a few things. So first of all, you know, their slogan is test don't guest. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, in many ways, I had guessed that this is what I was going to be, or mm-hmm. this is, you know, how my body reacted or what my body needed at the end of a hard effort. Mm-hmm. But now I know it. Yeah. And so it, it really helps confirm, whereas before I might, right. you know, half-heartedly pack something at the end of a run to have, mm-hmm. you know, what I needed to recover properly at the end. And now I know this is what I need, mm-hmm. for example, right? right. I, would, I know exactly kind of what my body's craving. Um, it, it, it also helps in that regard for you. Like, let's say, heaven forbid, you have a bad race, you mm-hmm. know, or something just doesn't go right, or you're not, or you're feeling a little bit off after a training session or something else mm-hmm. like that. It helps you eliminate this as a possibility. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's, it's like, okay, why am I feeling bad? What is it that I need? Um, it, this helps you say, you know what? It's not that I need extra salt because I'm not really salty sweater. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, so it kind of helps you check that off the list. Right. Um, and, and helps you move on to other things trying to figure out what it is you need and i think that's important that's a good thing to know too mm-hmm. like sleep for example yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> had to get, back, i just had i just had to get that in there um so from a general perspective that's really what it helped narrow it down for me and it also helped clarify how much water i needed mm-hmm. so we talked about you know when we were in the lab he was saying look you need to drink about a bottle and a half of water an hour yeah. and that's about what i've been doing i i i, I was it? um I would say so, you know, in terms See, I of when I'm far less than I, I, I just do not drink enough. Well, not necessarily on a long run, but for races, I, you know, I generally have one cup of Gatorade and one cup of uh, water every mile. Mm-hmm. So I would say, and then when you consider that I'm spilling at least four ounces out right. of every few stops, um, I would say I'm definitely coming out to be on the high end there. So it just kind of helps validate, Hey, this is not the issue the with you. The issue is to make sure, you know continue that strategy and, and make sure that you're you know kind of slowly but surely adding enough water and yeah. Gatorade. Yeah. Um, so, w- how about you? What was your big takeaway? You said you're not getting that amount of water. No, I'm not. To and I, I, I think so. So on that whole test, don't guess thing. I mean, I for me, okay. So I, obviously, I knew I was a heavy sweater, like I've been saying. But for, for him to say what he said about the number of liters that I'm losing and what 60% of that is, that's a lot. That's almost shocking. Yeah. And so, so um, and I, I take in water while I'm running. You know, I stop at water fountains and all that sort of thing. But it's not nearly the amount that I used to take in while cycling um, and when I used to go for long rides in the heat and all that sort of thing. And it just really, it makes me think a lot more about, okay, I... It'd be one thing if he said, "Okay, you know, you're you're not a heavy sweater, and so you need to take in one bottle's worth." And I'm like, "Okay, I take in about half a bottle's worth to three quarters of a bottle's worth. That's good enough, probably. Maybe try and take a little bit more." Like for him to say that that I need like close to three bottles worth of liquid, and that's sixty percent of what I'm losing. Um, I don't get near that, <laughs> and not even near it. Yeah, you know, I don't even approach that. Um, and so it really does have have me thinking a lot more about my hydration strategies during on the on long runs during the heat. Because the other um, thing too is so like we stop for at water fountains at Kennesaw Mountain when we're doing our long runs, right. but we're taking you know six ounces of water right. every forty five minutes. Right. And I think for for me considering my rate of water loss, that keeps within range so that like. That's yeah. not what's preventing me from having a right. solid long run, right? Like my legs are yeah. still the primary constraint, my muscles are still the primary constraint not at the end of a run. But for you, yeah. that's almost getting in the way of training your your you know your your muscles and, and kind of the muscle breakdown, which is yeah. what's really critical with yeah. the long run. Yeah. So so for me, it it again, it's it's about the magnitude for me. That it's mm-hmm. it's about about the actual number. Like knowing you're a heavy sweater or a high volume sweater, that's one thing knowing the exact volume and then thinking about how that compares that's another right i mean that this this is it's striking me on a level that it hadn't struck me before right like i knew that i'm a high volume sweater i know that i need to take in water okay got it but but hearing the actual number and thinking about how little water i get relative to that that's that's striking yeah um and that's and that necessitates a change in approach for me frankly um so that's good, um, and then the, of course the, the the sodium thing is 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 interesting too. Um, yeah, I've preloaded sodium before. Um, I think I need to kind of get back in the habit of doing that a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know. And 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 Chuck talked specifically about um, you know using some of the hydrate the night before and, and the morning of and things like that. And I, I think I'd probably be better off probably doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And so so just kind of introduce some new things to my routine in that regard. 
um, and, and what I hydrate with and stuff like that. You know, I think about like back when I did Kona in 2014, um, I had a little bit of a cold that I picked up, the mm-hmm. smallest bit of a cold that I picked up mm-hmm. on the way on the plane there. Mm-hmm. And we got there more than a week early. And so I had plenty of time to kind of get over it, which was good. Um, but I spent that whole week drinking like emergency, yeah, which has electrolytes in it. I right. mean, and drinking a lot of it, just bottle after bottle. And after emergency bottle. is just an explosion of like vitamin yeah, C. Yeah, has and... a bunch of vitamin C, but it has a bunch of sodium and stuff like that mm-hmm. in it too. And so, so I was, I was, I was effectively um, loading, you know, doing electrolyte loading that week, even though I hadn't necessarily thought about it in those terms. I, I was effectively doing that that week, and then that that race probably more than any other single race I've ever done. I managed the heat pretty well. So and you, that brings up an interesting point too, because you know one thing that's interesting about about health. Before we get into like the personalized health, which is what Slayer X is, it's really kind of personalized health right. to say here's what you specifically need. Right. So we talk about on this podcast a lot how you really need to engage in as many healthy behaviors as possible yeah. because you almost don't know which one's going to hit close to home. Yeah. Right. Um, and so since you don't know, hey, you're someone who can get little sleep, or you're someone who can, you know, not sodium load. Like for me, I was. Sodium's not as big a deal for me. Right. So, you know, having the emergency might not have had the same effect. But for you, for example, you weren't even drinking it for the sodium. You were drinking it for, for the cold right. and for the respiratory right. um, issues. Right. And then lo and behold, this was this side benefit you were getting that you didn't even know was critical right. to you having a, a great performance. Right, right. Um, and so what this helps you do is it a test like this is it helps you specify, you know what, this is exactly what I need to do. Yeah. To make sure I don't, the wheels don't fall off. Yeah, yeah. Um, because and that's another important key component too of these tests and of, of um, you know hydration and proper nutrition. It doesn't just cause you to all of a sudden run with rocket boosters. Mm-hmm. What it does is it prevents the wheels from falling off. Yeah. it helps you. Yeah. It helps you prevent from something going wrong and mm-hmm. kind of losing your course during the race or during a hard workout. For sure. For sure. Um, so I think that like you know, moving forward, just you know, as I think about okay, so what is this going to mean for me from now on? I think that that and my wife is going to be happy to hear this. That I, I just need to make sure that particularly in hot times, but really all the time, that that hydration is is a big priority for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel dumb saying that honestly because you and I have recorded. Uh, podcast about hydration and the importance of being out that sort of thing but you know again we've talked about the breakdown between george the coach and george the athlete like george the athlete is not all that good all, sometimes it makes sure he's staying hydrated um and and clearly this needs to become a more significant priority for me so. and let me say too part of part of a value of this as well is you know i don't know how you are with with nutrition but there might be some things that i crave for example, like let's say I'm not very good at, at um, avoiding like sugary um, foods, mm-hmm. but it might be that the sugary foods aren't what's killing me. What's ki- what's killing me is, for example, not hydrating enough, but this allows you to focus your mental effort to say, hey, I might slack in this area, but in this area of nutrition, yeah. I'm going to nail yeah. it right. because yeah. this is where I get my bank for my butt. This is my hot spot, so to speak. Right. So it also helps you focus your mental energy to say, look, you know what? I might have, you know, a cheeseburger or something, but I am not going to be dehydrated. <laughs> but I'm going to drink three glasses of water with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying, you know, you use that as a as a, a an excuse to slack, right, but it right. does help focus your efforts to say, at the very least, this is going to be the exactly. building block of my plan. Yeah, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that, that you know, we, we've talked about the finite amount of mental energy that you have, mm-hmm. right? And so... If you're going to expend mental energy on things, expend them on things that are actually going to pay dividends, right? right? And so, so I'm, you know, I don't love hydrating, you know. I mean, I don't dislike drinking water. Don't get me wrong. It's just, but it, I'm I'm not that person who walks around with a big jug of water. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And 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 there are times when I get deeply involved in stuff and I forget about it, and four hours goes by and I haven't had anything to drink. You know, I mean, that's that's just kind of who I am. And so, so this is gonna. It's going to take some energy for me to actually create some habits and stick to them, right? Um, but what this suggests is that's that's energy well spent. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts? Uh, I thought it was just a fantastic process. And to my other two final thoughts kind of on the products themselves, and now, now that we move from kind of the testing to, to kind of what they offered. First, you know, we tried the, the almost like the Pop Rock flavored, mm-hmm. uh, you know, recovery. The spark um, plug. Sodium, the spark plug. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I liked about that over the gels is, you know, drinking, ha- 
eating the gels and drinking Gatorade really wears out on your teeth. I don't know if we've talked about that much on the podcast, but there's a lot of um, evidence out there that, that athletes, not just endurance athletes, but basketball players, et cetera, tend to have yeah. poor teeth health or oral yeah. health because we're checking all these sugary drinks yeah. and particularly ultra athletes. Yes. Um, because they, cause they do it for hours and hours on end and they don't, they don't brush their teeth in the process. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that was nice about like the pop rocks is, I mean, those just kind of go right into, on your tongue and they're not sitting on your teeth or, mm-hmm. you know, wipe it, you know, go and buy your teeth and leaving kind of that um, layer of, of sugar that's kind of eaten away at your enamel. It, it, it also, the spark plug, I think, and I think you said this, and this might be what you were about to say before I jumped in on you. It also feels lighter. Do you it feels know much lighter. So, so you know, the, 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 the gels that I've used in the past, I've opted for the gels, the brand of gel that I like. I like them because they're light. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like goo gels and hammer gels and stuff like that. That's like that's like cake batter tendency. I take those and they make me feel heavy. They feel like they're sitting in me. Whereas this felt very light. Um, and it has, I mean, it has carbohydrates in it. It has carbohydrates, mm-hmm. caffeine, and, and sodium in it. And so it has all the same things in it that a gel would have. Um, but it just feels much lighter. Yeah. You know, which is pretty cool. Absolutely. And speaking of lighter, like one thing <laughs> I know, like too is their products you know, like the powders, it dissolves in water mm-hmm. and it works in water. Yeah. And that to me is a game changer as well because then you're not having to like mix whey protein <clears throat> into like milk where it's yeah. like, I don't want all the milk. I don't want yeah. all the fat. I don't want all the sugar. Right. I just want the protein in this powder and, mm-hmm. and I need, you know, some kind of liquid to kind of get it you down. You actually had some of the rescue powder afterwards, mm-hmm. didn't you? What did yep. you think? You liked it? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I good. couldn't believe how good it tasted in water. It was oh, so cool. much lighter, so much smoother than like the the powdered milk or the, or the protein shake. Uh, so I was a big fan of it. Right on, right on, very good. So you know, we said this a couple of times in the, uh, or or they said it, or we said it, or it was said a couple of times in the the conversations that we shared with you, the audio that we took while we were actually at the Slay RX facility. Um, but Augusta and and uh, Chattanooga are coming up, and they have really really high temperatures forecasted for both of those races. Um, SlayerX.com, pleasant 2019, get 10% off. Um, uh, do make sure that you uh, you enact some of these things uh, to make sure that you're able to get through the heat because the heat's going to slow you down. You know, nobody's good in the heat, um, no. but but you can definitely take steps to ensure that that the heat will not just completely wreck you and wreck your race. Well, thanks again for joining us, everybody. Patrick, this is the first time you've been on a podcast in a little while, man. It's always good to have you back. It's so. been a bit, but I am alive. So right on, right on. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks to the folks over at Slayer X for having us. That'll do it for another edition of the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast brought to you by ITO Coaching Performance, by Blue Pineapple Travel, and by SlayRx. If you want to reach out to me, you can always find me, George, at itlcoaching.com. If you want to reach out to Patrick, it's Patrick at itlcoaching.com. Or you can send us a podcast email at pleasantpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Pleasant Podcast, and we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash pleasantpodcast. If you want to find ITO Coaching and Performance, they're at itlcoaching.com, on Twitter at itlcoaching, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash performance. If you want to find Blue Pineapple Travel for all your travel needs, facebook.com slash bluepineappletravel, bluepineappletravel.com, and instagram.com slash bluepineappletravel. See all the incredible places where folks are traveling thanks to Blue Pineapple Travel. And, of course, our newest sponsor, SlayRx. You can find them at SlayRx.com, at Facebook.com slash SlayRx, or on Instagram at Instagram.com, here for, the number four, here for SlayRx. Don't forget the discount code as well, Pleasant2019. That'll get you 10% off anything at their website. On behalf of Patrick Ollinger, this is George Darden. Thanks again for joining us on the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast. See you next time.